The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, work that makes sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to our show today. Welcome to the Visual Workplace. I am Gwendolyn Galsworth. I'm your host. This is our weekly radio show about letting the workplace speak. In each of our shows, we look at some aspect of that, of how to embed the intelligence of our operational system into the living dynamic landscape of work through visual devices, through visual systems, through visual mini-systems. We create the workplace so that it speaks to us. We install the language of our current operations through visual devices into the production environment if we're in a factory, into the hospital environment if we work in healthcare, into the office environment. Through these devices, these what I call categories of visual function, and they are devices that share a particular kind of information. For example, our operators will use a lot of visual devices around the performance of work content of assembly, work content related to machinery, work content related to the movement of material, the placement of material, etc. In offices, we need different kinds of devices because those particular functions, categories of function, don't exist in an office. We're going to have to deal with many layers of information, finding ways to keep them separate so we can interpret them correctly, and also finding a way to blend them so that we get the big picture. The main tool that we'll use in the office, informationally speaking, will be visual displays forms of their flat formats that carry information for that kind of administrative office connected environment as we see with a lot, a lot of data moving through. When we make the level of our work concrete and specific through visual devices, we can literally see how we think. We see our thinking function. We capture it. And when we do, we can see what works about it, and what needs to be further improved. This is one of the great benefits of a visual workplace. It makes it physical, makes our thinking physical, makes it real, makes it concrete. And why do we bother? We bother for the great bottom line benefits, improved safety, better quality, more aligned delivery, shrinking costs, whatever the work venue. We see 15 to 30% increase in productivity, We see that in offices, we see that 
on the shop floor, it simply happens because the information that used to be hidden or not available at all, not even hidden, not there, is suddenly at our fingertips when and as we need it. We also see splendid cultural alignment, a spirited and engaged workforce on all levels. And I mean from operator to CEO and back again. And you know what? The third benefit is, if you want three big ones, the third one is we enjoy ourselves at work. We enjoy ourselves as we perform our work because we can. We flow through our work. It becomes a dance, and it becomes a dance that we know the steps of, and we enjoy ourselves because we're in this state that's called flow. And I tell you, there is no better human being than a human being that flows, that flows through their day, their work, their duties, their enjoyments. Flow is a natural state for us. We need to create that at work. And, you know, Taichi Ono and Shigio Shingo, my sensei, were, were, saw this intuitively, but they saw it from the point of view of work. They talked about the importance of flow, flow where you can pull where you must, the importance of flow at work. And we just are expanding the scope and say, you know, flow counts everywhere. So welcome. Welcome. We are very happy you joined us. You can please call in if you wish at 866-472-5790. If you've got any questions, this is the live show or comments. Or you can email us, us at radio at visualworkplace.com. And I have just a couple of announcements. My uh, whole list of upcoming public seminars, and some of them are private, but the public seminars are listed on our website, on our calendar. Please look at them. We're going to be in Massachusetts. We'll be in California. We'll be again in Minnesota in April. We'll be in New Mexico, and I'll be spending the entire month of May in the UK doing some public seminars, some on-site work, and also keynoting at a conference in London <clears throat> a lean management a conference put on by the Hennick Group, and that'll be on our website very soon as well. So, you know, I spent the last year pretty much at my desk doing uh, the uh, important uh, work of putting our work on platforms and hardly traveled at all. And this year I'm making up for it and I'm traveling around and I'm very happy to. We may be in your area. If we aren't and you want us to be, just call our offices and arrange for us to come out, for me to come out either on site or in a public uh, setting. We do, um, you know, this is what we do. This is what we love to do. We love to do conversions and we love to present the level of work that we have achieved to you so that you can see what visuality is and be informed and inspired. We would like there to be a visual workplace showcase within 50 miles driving distance of you, whoever you are, wherever you are in the world. So visit our website if you need help or just want to take advantage of the three free things, many free pieces of free papers and free videos on our website, visualworkplace.com, or call us at 503-233-1784. So email us, call us, subscribe. Did I mention our newsletter? Let me just mention, we have a really, really great newsletter that comes out once a week. It's called The Visual Thinker. Our VP of 
communication. Cindy Linden is in charge of it. She does a bang-up job. There's always visual treats and visual fails. And I write an article once a week. And I've been doing so. I just finished a short series on time, supervisors, and empowerment, and getting ready so that sustainment happens as a result. That, that comes out on Wednesdays. It was a good series. Next week, we begin an eight-part series on mistake-proofing. This is work that I did with my colleague, Martin Hinckley, who wrote the book, Make No Mistakes. We worked, make no mistake, we worked about two years on uh, creating an online uh, learning sequence for mistake-proofing for engineers. We also have one for operators. Uh, that one is still being tweaked. Both are being translated into Spanish, but the one for engineers is done, and I've asked Martin um, to, uh, for us to collaborate on writing a series of articles on mistake-proofing, and the next eight issues will feature those articles, and they're really, really, really good. They will be published under his name. I honor his contribution. Uh, and I would also say they pretty much blow the cover on SPC and its grandchild, Six Sigma. I think they're very important articles. They're seminal articles. They explain both, mm, let's just say, why mistake-proofing is important. Uh, and in uh, we try to avoid a lot of engineering uh, technicalities. We work really hard to make it understandable for anyone who reads it. And we also walk you through a methodology that we think is an important antidote to defects as we encounter them in this day and in this age. So please uh, get our newsletter, email us to subscribe or go online, visualworkplace.com to subscribe. It's, we do a really good job on the, on the newsletter, The Visual Thinker, every week. So let's begin with our show today. Our show today is called Masterclass Training Visual Trainers. And we ask the question, what do or what should or what can visual workplace trainers contribute? How do they add value for the company and how do they gain value for themselves? So (laughs) I'm just back from a trip to western Minnesota, which I didn't even know existed, where I conducted a master class. I think I told you about this last week, the week before, and probably the week before that. And I want to kind of walk you through what that was like. Uh, first, I'll tell you what it was like for me to travel, take my body from uh, Portland to the outer reaches of Minnesota. And I'll just say, well, let me just be very linear about it. We're placing the event in the outer reaches of western Minnesota. I'm from New York City. I currently live for the last about 15 years in Portland, Oregon. Very nice change. But I never thought of Minnesota as having any directional array as a geography. I never thought about Minnesota north, south, east, or west. I just think Minnesota, Minneapolis. There it is. Minneapolis is the state. That's what it was for me until last week. And I arrived in Minneapolis. And I left the bus terminal to get onto the bus and entered Minus 19 degree weather. I don't even know. I don't even know how to explain that to you except to say (laughs) how cold it was. My hair follicles stood on end and screamed. They just screamed. I actually felt the cold enter my scalp and frightened my hair. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was really awful. <laughs> and for reasons that I no longer hold, I thought the bus would offer me shelter, so I rushed into it. <laughs> there were 11 passengers and only one very heavy wool blanket. Who knew you would need a blanket inside of a bus? Well, we needed 11 of them. We only had one. And uh, I saw it there sitting on a seat, and I ignored it as I got into the bus because who thought it was there was going to be ice on the window within on the inside of the window within 16 minutes? It was a dark and stormy night. It was really a miserable three-hour trip into this place called Western Minnesota. I love my work. I really do. And I'm really good at it. And I arrived at Glenwood, Minnesota, whose major claim to fame, I was told by many people, is being the home of one traffic light for the entire county. And that one traffic light was within walking distance of the Grand Stay Hotel, my hotel. I was staying at the very heart of things. I was right near the only traffic light in the county. <laughs> it's also home to a great manufacturing company, several of them. This one in particular, Fast Global Solutions. And I'll tell you about them and get started on what happened in the training of trainers, which is about the business case. This is not going to be a show about how to be an effective trainer it is going to be a show about how to be a, an effective trainer within a business case, within growing and improving the business case of the company. So I'll see you in a moment. I'll see you in a moment. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. 
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back to the second half of our second part of our show today at the Visual Workplace, where we are talking about masterclass training visual trainers within the context of the business case of the company. And I have to kind of create this understanding because it is not a usual one. We usually think about training, training content, and then going out and applying it, and then chugga, chugga, chugga after a while you get a business result. But I'm saying, at least in my approach, my approach is there is the business case and it must be supported from the very beginning by training the trainers properly with the business case in mind. It will take me some time, a little time, to build to that point. And if I run out of time this week, we'll pick it up next week because it is worth the investigation. So last week I had the privilege and honor of spending nearly five days with a group of already gifted people, specialists who had been tasked to bring operator-led visuality, I call it work that makes sense, to the company. The company is Fast Global Solutions, formerly WASP. They recently changed their name, and we're glad about that. Fast Global Solutions manufactures the conveyor systems the conveyor and the building systems for FedEx and UPS distribution centers, for example. They also do ag equipment, agricultural equipment for uh, customers like John Deere and ground support equipment for the airline industry, Delta, American Airlines, United. And also, yes, that's what, and so that's their market and it's a strong one and they do good work really good work. Their director of operations, Sam Wagner, is a former plant manager himself. He reports directly to Eric Colstor, who is the VP of manufacturing, and they are very, very up on improvement methodologies. They're very lovely people, very smart, a lot of fun. Sam is responsible for operations in this company. They have five sites, about 600 employees, fabrication, welding, paint, assembly, final assembly, and some warehousing. A pretty deep product line, lots of SKUs, good speed, not yet great, solid quality, not yet perfect, good, solid Minnesota work and work ethic. Really nice people. Sam has four, recently increased to five specialists on his team. At FAST, they are called Efficiency Coordinators, ECs. And they focus on continuous improvement. They're out on the floor a lot of the time. And now their job is beginning to morph into using operator-led visuality. The mix is an interesting one, the mix on the team. There are two engineers, including Sam. Three others, three of the other men, come right up through the production floor ranks. 
and a newly added woman with strong lean experience in another company and a bachelor degree, bachelor's degree in HR. So it's interesting. It's a fine team. They work closely together. They support each other. Smart, really smart, plus Minnesota nice. Minnesota nice. I warned them. I said, I'm from New York. I'm never I'm never going to be as nice as you, and you've got to give me a break <laughs> because I'm trying. But I'm from New York. I've got a lot of disadvantages. <laughs> we had a good time. So this was a master class, class for fast global solutions. There was a, um, a visitor from a nearby company from in Alexandria who also sat in through the class, Ben. He was terrific from Alexandria Industries. Uh, but it was focused on the business case at Fast Global Solutions. And it was funded, by the way, by the good people at Enterprise Minnesota who seek to support the training and empowerment of value-add associates. Perfect fit. Rick Kavaris was our contact, and he was uh, really great to work with. He understood what we were trying to do and what Fast Global Solutions was trying to do. He was very efficient and thorough. We are very grateful. So I had done the first part of this process in November when I presented the visual thinking seminar uh, in Glenwood for Fast Global Solutions, I'm going to call them Fast from now on, and four or five other local companies. We do the visual thinking seminar and on the second day I teach the participants how to assess a facility for visual competency. This is, what am I seeing? What does it mean? What am I not seeing? What does it mean? You've heard me speak of this before. What am I not seeing? So visuality is about information. And the pre-visual state, the reason we need it, is information deficits. They're all over the place. And the thing about an information deficit is, by definition, you can't see it. It's a deficit. So you have to see what's not there. And that's what we spent day two doing. It's so much fun and it's such great learning because suddenly visuality becomes not a kind of higher form of 5S but it has, and I'm going to use this word a lot, functionality that impacts the business case. It has functionality that is the perfect partner to what Lean presents which is time. It's the informational component of work. So they had already, FAST had already decided to go on a track of so-called training of trainers, which we call the master class. And so I'm going to share with you what, has ha- what happens during a master class training of trainers. There are four key components. I want to walk through these. I believe they'll be of benefit. The first piece is helping trainers become more effective trainers. And that has three parts. How to teach has to do with lesson plans and practicing. What to teach, selecting by intention what content is relevant. And the importance of homework. That third piece is the second component. So the first component is helping trainers become more effective. The second component is doing your homework stands by itself. It's that important. The third is seeing and building the business case, parentheses, looking for time. 
even though we're in an informational paradigm, because visuality is an informational paradigm model, we're going to look to build time through visuality to embed time into the work through visuality. This is very interesting. It's a little bit subtle, but it happened. It happened last week, as it always does. The fourth component is to teach smart placement, which we do hands-on with operators. Smart placement is a sequence of four of the 12 modules in operator-led visuality work that makes sense. Four of those modules focus on the formula function plus location equals flow, smart placement. And we teach that hands-on with operators so that the trainers in training can see how I do it and also see what their options are for really digging in. All of these pieces work together during the master class. It becomes a very rich week. It is a challenging week. But I tell you, speaking for myself personally, I learn so much. And of course, it's my job to make sure that the participants learn. But I learn so much, so I go there for a double treat, teaching others and learning for myself. And with this particular group, I think, I I don't know why the magic was there from the very beginning, but I have a feeling it was just a kind of smoothness of liking each other already, and we got a lot, a lot, a lot of good work done. So I want to walk through this, helping, and I'm going to begin with number one helping the trainer become a more effective trainer. So a few things to know at the start. First, in order to participate in a a master class for trainers, everyone has had to have watched the material from stem to stern. That is, for example, in this case, operator-led visuality is composed, the content is composed of 12 training modules. They're online. And everyone has to watch them, all 12 of them. The question isn't, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to use all 12. We don't deal with that in the preparation. We deal with watch them. So you know the content in advance. Because we're not going to focus on what the material is. We're going to focus on how to use it effectively. And we will start from a shared knowledge base because you will have acquainted yourself with the 12 modules. Very good. So just know that. That's the context. People have gone through the material, and the material pretty much maps to my book work that makes sense, the one with the Nautilus on the cover, the big yellow one, won the Shingo Prize. I'm very proud of that. (laughs) I want to talk now globally about my approach to effectiveness, what effectiveness means to me what I try to do in a master class, it means two things. That people, the participants, will learn and apply and help their participants learn and apply so that trainers have a chance to learn and do during these four and a half days. And they will be well-equipped to help value-add associates learn and do when they start training them and visually transform their own landscape of work, meaning the value-add associates. The second thing that training, that effectiveness means in my approach, 
is that the business case, the company's business case improves as a result. Okay, so those two things are happening. There's learning and doing happening for the trainers so that they can transfer that to their students, if I can use that word, their participants. But also, we're always looking at the business case. So we're never training for training's sake, nor are we training just to, quote, get people to apply it. We are training so that the application has impact, impacts the business case. So let's take our second break now, and I will continue our conversation as soon as we get back. I'll be here. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune into Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're in our third segment today, and we are looking at a masterclass training visual workplace trainers. Just before the break, hi, this is Gwendolyn Galsworth. Let me just name who's, who this voice, to whom this voice 
belongs. This is Gwendolyn. Hi. Just before the break, we were talking about uh, what effectiveness means, what effectiveness means in a master class for trainers. It means that you as a trainer will learn and apply and you will learn how to teach others to learn and apply. That's number one. And number two, that the result of your work as a trainer will impact the business case, will help the company grow, improve, stabilize that. Okay? So those two things. I would also mention that, especially in work that makes sense, there's an embedded piece for supervisors. We have... uh, Let's see, we have training, masterclass training for visual displays, visual leadership, mistake proofing, and five or six other core visual workplace courses, scoreboarding, visual standards, visual controls. There's a set of them. It's our curriculum. But in work that makes sense, operator-led visuality, it's kind of the long title, there's an embedded piece for supervisors so that they become a part of the process as well, part of your visual workplace training success. And why shouldn't they be? Supervisors have a crucial role to play in a visual transformation, but it's probably not what they think it is. And so there's a component where we groom that aspect of the kind of success architecture. But we'll save that for another day. So getting back to what's going on in the training The visual workplace is a system of thinking. We call it visual thinking. The instructor needs to produce new thinking as a training outcome. We use every minute of the four and a half days of this training. Trainers are responsible, for example, this is in the first piece, how to become an effective trainer. How do I train? Trainers prepare a module, a part of a module, usually just six to eight minutes of content. They pick that out early. We give them a lesson plan template to use on which to hang the information that they're going to be teaching. I'll give you a detail in a moment. There are certain aspects. They do what the all-important normalizing activity, which I'll go into in a moment as well. They present. And then there's a debrief. The debrief is also a subsystem, a sub-protocol, and it begins with the presenter naming three things that they really liked about what they did, and then we as the audience do the same. Here's what we loved about what you did, and then the presenter names three things that they would like to see improved, they would like to do differently the next time, and we add to that. And this is a debrief protocol that I have found over the years to be very, very progressive as a way to harvest the real benefit of practice sessions, which are a component, an important but a not a huge component of the, pre- of the master class week. Even when the presenter bombs, we need to be ready to debrief so that person can grow. And we have this debrief protocol, which I summarized a second ago, and we'll be happy to send you a copy. Email us at radio at visualworkplace.com or give us a call or just contact us through the website. That's fine. We find that to be very, very effective. And I want to make a few comments on this before I give you more specifics about how trainers train. 
Few workplace trainers are professionals, especially in factories. You'll find groomed You'll find groomed professionals at places like Lockheed Martin and Boeing and at Apple and GM, the big, big companies. But most companies have trainers that have tasks that are not training, competing for their time. Most of them did not go to school to learn what professional trainers learn. Most begin by delivering safety or OJT on the job training and then morph over to continuous improvement training or quick changeover or maybe a simple form of mistake proofing. Maybe they get certified in Six Sigma. But whatever they learn in that regard, they get certified, if they get certified, for their understanding of the content and application. They don't get certified for being an effective teacher and coach. It's just not part of the way it's done. It's, it is only becoming an important value for us over the last 15 or 20 years. But most of the time, it's coming up through the ranks. And if you like people and have a charming personality and you put sentences together in front of people, you become a trainer. Sometimes you don't even meet those qualifications, God help us. So what we have to do, I feel very responsible for doing this, is not let people just kind of be that unformed potential, but try to help it along a little bit. And so the lesson plan template helps. People learn about the arc of learning, that there is a beginning, a middle, and an end of teaching, presenting content. They learn to name their goal and their purpose at the beginning of the lesson. It takes a little while to get used to using it. It'll take 15, 20, 30 minutes to use the template at first. People will spend two hours on it the first time. And some of the folks last week did because they were getting used to it and because they wanted to kind of script it. They wanted to do a good job. They were going to be in front of their peers. They were going to be in front of me. And they wanted to not blow it. They did an excellent job. And some of them went through it more quickly. But as they continue to use the template that time will shrink to 10 minutes as they gain understanding and confidence. There are four pieces to this template. I want to name them. Excuse me, there are five pieces. And you can email us. We'll send that to you as well, happily. First, you state the purpose of the training. And this is just a segment. This is like three slides. Just take a small segment and arc it. Give us the shape. So state the purpose of what the segment is about. That's number one. Number two, do a normalizing activity, which I'll explain in more detail in a moment, but is kind of like warm up the room. Three, deliver the content, which is mostly done through the online medium because these are online courses, me narrating, me teaching as though I was in the room, but, you know, on the screen. So the content is not something that your trainers have to master. What they have to master is the arc of the learning. So state the purpose of, the, of this segment. Do a normalizing activity, warm up the room. Deliver the content through the online lady. Number four, test for understanding. What did you learn? How can we use this? What does this mean? 
a pop quiz, an exercise, something small, seven, eight minutes, the most, and then make a bridge to the next segment. The bottom of the arc, make a bridge, begin the next arc. Simple protocol, simply understood, simply delivered. But without it, these non-professional trainers are just talking up in front of the room and people don't know why and they don't care. There's no shape. There's no delivery. So this simple lesson plan template is something that we say you got to use it. You may not use it when you're no longer in this room and I'm no longer here, but you got to use it here because you may find it helpful and let's figure out while we're here what you need to know to get it to work for you. And it's a help. It's a big, big help. And it was a tremendous success last week. We saw well-meaning, earnest CI specialists turn into true teachers in the course of moments when they were presenting. They did their homework. Of course they did. Their homework, in this case, being they did their lesson plan. The FAST group made marvelous strides forward. I taught it. They caught it. I taught it. They caught it. They got it by doing. There was no way out. I don't really allow much wiggle room. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is the personality God gave me, and I've been living with it my entire life. So (laughs) there's no way out for me either. (laughs) And they grew. I saw it. They saw it. Hooray, but not a surprise, quite, quite intentionally in place. And I want to say a word about going further through an organization that exists in your community. Hear me well. Toastmasters is one of the best organizations on the planet. They are worldwide. They are densely populated in the United States, and they are free, except for about a $20 a year Uh, fee for material, which is stuff that you walk away with, you know, content and a binder about the approach, it's free. These folks are missionaries. There's bound to be one near you. Of course, there wasn't one out at Glenwood in the outer reaches of western Minnesota, but Sam Wagner, the good Sam Wagner, plans to contact the local community college and say, hey, you know, you're here to support local industry. We really need this. Can you make a connection? Can you get Toastmasters out here from Minneapolis, from the big city? It's a proven, tested, time-tested process, and I have seen dozens upon dozens of trainers in training, but also operators learn to present themselves and to present well and to hold the room and to be confident and to be compelling, fluent, to be a person, to become a person they only dreamed of, to actually change their identity. You know, my own work, I always think of it as helping people to kind of shift their identity and I will tell you, Toastmasters does that in, 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 like fireworks. They're very dependable. They're very service-oriented. You can find them on the web. Please use them. Use them to begin with with your trainers. And, and it's usually done during lunchtime. And it builds over many months. You know, I can think right now of a guy who worked for Shingo, for the Shingo Prize office, who had such tremendous potential and talent. And I said this to him. I said, you know, I'll just call him um, Morris. Morris, go and 
go and, and, and follow this. And now he is shaken up Boeing. He moved from the Shingo Prize to Boeing. And he is shaking up Boeing. People listen to him. He's always had something to say. But now it has a shape. And it has the compelling force of his comfort with himself. Confidence. So please check that out. I'm going to resume this after our next break. And I can see we're going to have to get into a second show next week to get on to the piece, the other pieces. But we'll we'll continue. I have a kind of outline that I want to hit. And I can see that I've covered about half of it at most. I'll see you in a moment. I'll be here when you get back. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to The Visual Workplace, Work That Makes Sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's toll free 1 866 472 5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome. Welcome back. This is Gwendolyn. You're at The Visual Workplace. This is our third segment. I'm really glad that you are with us today. Always glad to know you're there. We are in the last segment of looking at 
the master class protocol training trainers, in this case, in operator-led visuality. And I will complete this next week and get more into the fit between, for example, smart placement and the business case, because there were some really fantastic breakthroughs that happened last week just because of the kind of um, configuration of elements and I suppose the placement of the stars at Fast Global Solutions. What a great group of people and what a good training of trainers. We normally have 14 people in the room. That's our maximum. We had eight. And you know what? We got to go a little bit more deeply into areas because there was uh, less of a quantity. Um, I, I understand the importance of the correlation between number of people and quality and depth of delivery in this kind of hands-on environment, this kind of hands-on protocol. So just before the break, I was talking about the in, uh, about Toastmasters and to please use them as a resource. Sam Wagner at Fast uh, Global Solutions is going to do that and it's going to help things in ways that are quite amazing. For example, uh, one of the operators who was very active when we did our smart placement session is a woman named Burl, and I'm sorry I never learned her last name, but she did a marvelous job in transforming her work area, and she was only halfway through the training sequence, and she got it. She got it before I ever arrived. She got it probably before uh, Sam even thought about visuality. She got it because she's a natural visual thinker, but she would be someone who would be um, supported by involvement in Toastmasters, and maybe that is uh, somewhere in her future with, uh, with the company. Before we leave the how to train section, I want to talk about the normalizing activity. And you may remember a couple of years ago, I did about an eight-part sequence on becoming a visual, a brilliant visual workplace trainer. That sequence is still available for you for streaming, um, on our website, and I think the download for all eight is $5.99, so you can download and you can send to others and whatever, but you can stream right now, and it hits these points in a perhaps more leisurely manner, and it talks about normalizing activity, and I, I teach it this way, a normalizing activity is actually more than an icebreaker. It is a way to not just get people to feel comfortable in the room, but give them a chance to hear their own voice in a very safe environment. And that safe environment is by talking to one other person. So in a normalizing activity, we give a task to the group, but we say to them, Turn to one other person. Talk amongst yourselves. Or as Ben from Alexandria Industries put it, turn and talk, which is really nice. Turn your body towards the other person and just talk to them. Talk to them and work out an answer to a question or to a puzzle that's being presented. Find your voice. This is so important, not just for operators, for all of us, to find our voice at the beginning of anything, to find our thoughts, to find our brain, to just put things together so we're coherent. 
This is like a physical activity, the way you prepare to do your exercises. You do some stretches to begin with. This is stretching. And if you skip it, the content that you deliver will not be received. It will not be received. It will not be absorbed. You can therefore not ask people to use it. So a normalizing activity is a way of getting the instrument of the learner opened up for learning, for thinking, for thinking in full sentences, for stretching the imagination, for inventing. Lots of people say, oh, you're talking about an icebreaker, but actually it's something more. For example, John Lesser, who was one of the trainers in training last week, he on his own went to the web and found a bunch of kind of brain tricks that you see visually. And he presented that to us as though we were operators. And he said, okay, I want you to look at this one. I'm going to show you about five of them. And I want you to figure out what it's supposed to be. That forced me to turn to someone, and these I've never seen before, and have the experience of a normalizing activity, of feeling lost, of being afraid that I was going to be called on, of having nothing to say, and turning to someone who was in the same state as I was. I don't know, what is that thing up there? And we began to talk amongst ourselves, to talk to each other, and things began to, here's the word again, things began to flow. They began to flow in me. They began to flow in him, who was my partner. I think it might have been Justin that particular time to, to flow between us. And with that flow came my intelligence. The flow brought my brain back. The flow brought a connection with, let's say, Justin, charming man, with Justin. And I heard him croak his sentences and he heard me croak my sentences. And by the time John said, what have you got for me? We were ready for something. We were ready. We talked amongst ourselves. We got normalized. Our vocal cords in our brains got warmed up. We were ready for learning. And we were also ready, may I say this delicately, for failure. Because there was no failure here. We could just be wrong. We don't know what that visual trick means, but we made stuff up. And this is something else that you set down. Here's one of the ground rules. You are not only allowed to make stuff up, we want you to do it. We want you to just make stuff up because what you're saying is it's safe enough here for you to be not only wrong but fanciful and we set that environment with the normalizing activity. I have always, always, always failed when I skip this. I get a feeling about 10 or 15 minutes in, geez, something's not working. I feel like I'm really bombing and what the problem is is I as the trainer have no connection either. I have not connected to people on wherever they, have, they are at when they enter the room, the normalizing activity. And so we see people doing it again and again and again last week so that they get used to it and they can feel the difference in their effectiveness. I'm afraid we're at the end of our show. I just got a signal from my wonderful technician, Joseph, that I've got like six seconds to say goodbye. We will pick this up next week where we left off. I'm at the point of talking to you about the importance of homework. This is as important as anything I've said so far and also seeing and building the business case. We'll do that greatly through um, doing a little um, walkthrough of smart placement. 
a very important part of the master class. Thank you very much. I had a wonderful time with you. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. I'm signing off. Let the workplace speak. We appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.